0: Hey, this is Casey Chestnut, and you're listening to the Chattahoochee Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Chattahoochee Podcast, episode 20.
2: This is this is awesome. We've made it 20 episodes. Yeah. Here we are.
1: Here we are. And you know, Kayla, we've had a ball Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and Sunday. But you know, that's all over now, and it sure is Monday.
2: And that's completely fine, because what an episode we have in store. Yes. We're going to be talking about um, the great Mark Chestnut. Yes. Uh, we have a special guest lined up. Uh, his son, Casey Chestnut, will be joining us. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so nervous. Yeah. We bit. We bit. Just a little bit nervous. Well, it's been a long day, and I'll say one thing, is that it sure feels good to come in here and just pull up a seat.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Amen?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I I need it.
1: (laughs) It sure feels good. (laughs) Well, if you're listening to this on the day it premieres, it is Monday, February 28th. And, Kayla, would you like to go... through some country music history for today. Oh, most definitely. Well, I've got some good stuff for you tonight. Okay, so if you want to um, hop back to 1963 on this day in country music history, Mm -hmm. Patsy Cline made the final television appearance of her career when she appeared on The Glenn Reeves Show, singing San Antonio Rose and I Fall to Pieces. And here's where it's kind of crazy. She died tragically in a plane crash just five days later do you know how old she was? No, she was thirty years old. Wow, isn't that crazy? It really is. Like I, I, I knew that that happened, but I didn't. I just didn't realize she was so young. Yeah. That's crazy.
2: Yeah, what a career she would have continued to have there.
1: Yeah, for real, for real. Okay, fast forward to 1976, and uh, so we've got some country music winners at the 18th annual Grammy Awards. Would you like to hear a couple of these winners?
2: Yes, you said the 18th. 18th.
1: Okay, I'm ready. 18th. Okay, best country vocal performance for the ladies was Linda Ronstadt for I can't help it if I'm still in love with you. Mhm. Best country vocal performance for a male was Willie Nelson with Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. Of course it was.
2: <laughs> yeah, of course.
1: <laughs> yeah. So some uh, some star-studded winners there I guess you could say. Yeah. But uh at, that's like I don't know top at least a top 10 country song of all time for me. Oh yeah, easily. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's good. So so good. Well, uh I mean if you wanted to uh fast forward to 1977, we could talk about how Jason Aldean was born, but let's just keep going.
3: Well, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> 1981. We have time today now. <laughs>
1: So uh we've talked about th- this fellow pretty often here lately. Uh huh. Country music star Eddie Rabbit.
3: Yeah. He's in
1: the news again. So he he yeah. Uh, he had a number one hit with I Love a Rainy Night. And um so he had earlier written Elvis's Smash Kentucky Rain. Didn't know that. I did not know did that. You know That's that?
2: cool. And I like,
1: I'd rather hear Eddie
2: sing it, honestly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then he would go on to have the number five hit Driving My Life Away. Also all, fantastic song. Auto tappers. Wiper, slapping
3: at at a tempo. Tempo. Keep a perfect rhythm.
1: It's so good. <laughs> Did you know that uh Eddie Rabbit wasn't just his stage name? Really. I just figured but his actual name, Edward Thomas Rabbit. Very name.
3: formal, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's how he's announced at balls and such.
1: <laughs> Had a cousin named Roger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 1992. This is um this is our wheelhouse now. Garth Brooks was of course on the number 1 country charts with what she's doing now. That's a good song. It really is. It is it's one of those kind of like tragic songs, but man, it's great make you feel feelings. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was a, that was a great, great song. And then finally, in 1996, Alison Krauss won the best female country vocal performance for baby. Now that I have found you at the 38th annual Grammy awards.
2: As she should, she should win something every year. Just by default, they should make a category just for her where (laughs) they give her something every year.
1: Well, here's another one that also deserves all the awards. The, um, (laughs) <laughs> the great Vince Gill won the male country vocal performance with Go Rest High on that mountain.
2: What a year. What a year, dude. What Two a year. of the best.
1: So what a day. What a yeah. day in country music history. I wonder what awards Jason Aldean's going to win this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Very, <yeah. laughs> if we had cricket sound effects, we'd use them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. But speaking of cricket sound effects, exciting things for us in the Chattahoochee podcast. We're making some uh, upgrades to the Beat Laboratory studio. Yeah, so we'll be able to do all kinds of (laughs) of new and interesting things on the show. Hopefully, everyone enjoys them as much as we will. (laughs) They won't, but we're going to have a blast doing it. it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, it's been a few episodes since we've done a newer the 90 segment and talked about some uh, newer tunes and songs we've been listening to. Um, You want to, you got some new things you've been jamming you want to talk about? You
1: know, I, I have a handful here. I have a handful of stuff. I do love that. Um, that I know a lot of people are mad at Spotify like Neil Young is, but I do appreciate how they throw up new jams on my Spotify every Friday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's so, convenient, man. There's been some good ones here lately that they've uh, they've put on there that I've been happy with, but uh, there's one in pr- particular. Okay, there's a band called Crenshaw Pentecostal, mm-hmm. kind of like a country rock band, you know. Yeah. What's interesting about this band is one, if not two, of the dudes that play like guitars and bass in this band also played for that hardcore band Beloved. Remember them?
2: I think so. Yeah. You
1: would remember if you heard if you heard a couple of their songs, you would you would instantly know. But yeah, and then they would go on to eventually start a country band. But uh, yeah, one would you know? Yeah, yeah. 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 (laughs) That's what happens. You know, (laughs) we start a Gungie (laughs) podcast. Yeah. (laughs) But they've got a song called "This Old House," and man, it is just a fun listen. It's got a lot of good like slide guitar and stuff like that in Uh it. It's um like I said, it's it's got a little bit of like a rock feel to it at times, like some like Tom Petty esque riffs yeah. here and there, but um on it's kind of like a laid back kind of tune with a lot of like country guitar licks and stuff like the, that in it. But, yeah, it's good. Hmm. Let's Real check
3: good. This out.
1: What you
2: got? Well, one for me, an artist I've been listening to a lot is um Vincent Neil Emerson. Okay. And the tune uh, Willie Nelson's Wall, oh, which just um. Uh, I mean, first of all, the sounds in that are amazing. Like it's very pedal steel driven. Yeah, reminds you a lot of like you know that Texas country sound. Oh man! Uh, But out the get go, lyrically, it's just clever and hilarious. It says, "I'm as high as a fly on Willie Nelson's wall," and I can't (laughs) remember where (laughs) I am at all. I was like, (laughs) "Genius man to come up (laughs) with that. Very, very clever." (laughs) That's good. (laughs) <laughs> and then also the second verse uh, opens up with, I'm as drunk as an uncle in a Walmart parking lot, blaring Margaritaville and taking up two spots. <laughs> Solid gold. I'm yeah. I'm
1: in. I'm invested. <laughs> How is that not like a hit yet? That's, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. And to top
2: it all off, the album's called uh, Fried Chicken and Evil Women. So like,
1: <laughs> you know, there's just more gold on there. <laughs> I, I've got to listen to that. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so if you haven't heard that one, add that one to your uh, playlist. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> or just follow ours. Yes, the Newer Than 90s playlist. It's on there. And a lot of other fantastic songs yes. also. Okay, another one. Um, I don't think we've talked about the band in particular. We have talked about Aubrey Sellers. But yeah. Yeah, she's got a band, um, Jackson and Sellers. Mm-hmm. They have a song called Fair Weather. And Man. It is a good song. It is it such is. a good song. Their vocals together are fantastic.
2: They're, it's like they've been waiting, one of those uh, duos or groups, it's just like they've their whole life to sing songs together and they sound spectacular.
3: Yeah.
1: And, like, the guitars in it, I don't know, they kind of remind you of um, Aubrey Sellers' like, um, solo stuff. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, like, Sheryl Crow stuff, like, before she put Kid Rock's picture away.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Still had it out on the mantle to yeah. be viewed. Yeah. A <laughs> couple candles around it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's a really good song there. Really yes, I think good. they have
2: some, like, just overall, like, band sound too. Their guitar yeah. tone is just killer.
1: Like, very good.
2: And that whole album also is just worth your listen.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of good tracks on there.
2: Let's see what else I have here. Um, Newer than 90s, but I've been listening uh, for years. This one's the son of the great Willie Nelson, Lucas mm. Nelson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this track is um, uh, just outside of Austin. It's more like, you know, piano and acoustic driven, but it's just a beautiful song. Yeah. And I love listening to it. And him as a whole, too, I guess, you know, just like growing up with his dad being who he was and playing yeah. so much music all the time and being exposed to like country and rock and roll and blues, like he can just do a little bit of everything musically. Like it's kind of like a, a conglomerate of those genres and to yeah. a jam band also. So if you, if you haven't heard that track, check that one out. Um, and any of his other tunes are just yeah. a good worth listening.
1: Heck yeah. That's one that I've planned on listening to a lot more of. I definitely will do that. Yeah. Cause he's a monster guitar player too. he's, like he's yeah, a very good guitar I player. I
2: watched him, um, Oh, at a man. venue in oh a small venue in Ohio and he mm-hmm. was he's just spect- he just doesn't miss like oh, that's perfect. Cool.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, well um there's a uh, there's a young guy named Daniel Donato. Uh-huh. And um he is he's one of the best like country guitar, like the chicken picking kind of stuff. Like, he is, he's ridiculous. I mean, he's very, very good. He's, um, he calls his own brand of country, Cosmic Country. That's great. It's wild, dude. Like, cause it's like this, like this crazy, like musical stuff, but it's still just like these really, really twangy country riffs and stuff like that. Like he covers like a bunch of old, like Waylon and stuff like that here and there. But uh, this track in particular, I think it's the first track on his new record. It's called "Why You've Been Gone So Long." Yeah, it man, it's fun. It is a very fun track. I'm excited to hear this. Him, he's he's so doggone good. He he's he's one of those that like makes you feel bad for ever like picking up a guitar. You yeah, know, yeah, like, oh, well, I'm just i gonna give these away. Don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't need them. I don't need them. I will not need this anymore. <laughs>
2: Well, I have uh, I have one more to add to the list here. Okay, um, it's called Down Mexico Way. Oh. By, uh, uh, Casey Chesney, yeah. Man, uh, we've been jamming that EP, and it's awesome. First and foremost, oh, solid, man. It's good. Uh, if you're not familiar, you haven't heard. Definitely go check that out. But this this song, just f- for like the last two weeks now, since I've heard it initially, I've just had it stuck yeah. in my head, and I'll catch myself humming it. Uh, singing it at work. Like yeah. it's just really catchy. The very hooks there. Good. Um, beautiful sounds and just a really well written song and yeah. A, the perfect voice to pair with it too. like awesome.
1: It kind of reminds me of like a um like a little bit older like George Strait feel. Yeah. Yeah. To- yeah. Very much so. Like with like the like the classical guitar here and there. Like mm-hmm. the like the kind of cowboy guitar stuff, you know? Yeah. It's cool, man.
2: Yeah, I would be surprised if you went and listened and you didn't find yourself still humming it or singing it the next day. Yeah,
3: time.
1: yeah, that has a fantastic chorus. And I'll tell you what else has a fantastic chorus. Yeah, hit me. Staying in the same vein, Casey Chestnut, and his um, his single, Even Texas Couldn't Hold Her.
2: Oh, yeah, another one I've been jamming. <laughs> <in>. It's <laughs> yes. so good.
1: That the even, like, like, lyrically, I think the song is genius. Like, I think it's so, like, so intelligent how... Like all the imagery they use and stuff like that, yeah. it's just so so smart. But it, it's so cool and fun to sing along with and stuff. It, is, you it know? really
2: like um, it paints the picture for you. To where yeah, like, you know, it paints it you makes, at Birmingham. It immerses you into this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it immerses you into the song that much yeah. more. Like just with the descriptions and imagery. Yeah, and, and all around fantastic country song.
1: Yeah, yeah, like and and I think we've probably complained before about how. You, there's not a lot of like storytellers in country. No, anymore, not like there used know? to be. Especially not not like new age kind of stuff, yeah. you know. But this is very much a storyteller song, you know. Yeah. It man, it's really good.
2: It's so good. You know, I feel like maybe we should just talk to Casey about the songs too, you know. That should I call him? Yeah. You know what? Let's do that. Let's try it. Okay. Okay. Give us uh give us just a moment. While we get a hold of him,
1: we'll be right back with Casey Chestnut.
2: And joining us now on the Chattahoochee podcast, we have Casey Chestnut. How's it going, Casey?
0: Uh, Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you guys? We're doing good. Doing great. Doing great. It's
2: awesome. Yeah, so kind of what we do is we kind of grew up in love with um, 90s country and the era and a lot of the artists and songs. Uh, We kind of profile them and uh, talk about a lot of our favorite tracks for the artists. And currently okay. we're, uh, covering your dad, uh, Mark Chestnut.
3: Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a good <laughs> artist, man. Yeah. Sorry. There's, there's a, I think there's a delay in there. In, uh... Probably.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our listeners are just going to think we're just being super awkward about it and everything. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a good artist choice, man. Um, <laughs> and, and a lot of, uh, it's really cool to see that. I mean, there's, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, everybody down here, or at least where I'm at, you know, is, is more obsessed with, uh. Uh, I, I guess the the Nashville side of things and Southeast Texas area. It's, it's just kind of cool to see that you know there's there's people out there with an interest in the and the good old honky tonk you know honky tonk Texas country stuff you know and, and that stuff's kind of resurfacing away. way uh, more out towards your direction and a lot of, in Central Texas. So it's it's pretty cool that you guys are are kind of diving into that man. I appreciate that.
1: That is that's definitely our thing. I mean, um, we we won't make you say anything negative about your peers but we will definitely do that you know
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah you'll do it for me huh? yeah
1: yeah we'll just speak on behalf of the whole group here <laughs> all right so we figured we would start out with a little bit of a game how's that sound
0: that sounds good man
1: so let's play some either or so I know that uh, that you know your dad has some singles that are also other artists have had correct yes so we're gonna put you on the spot and make you choose okay 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 if you had to choose between your dad's version or keith whitley's version of brother jukebox where are you going
0: and you know it's and it's not really a biased decision (laughs) here but uh I think my dad just kind of took it and and ran. I mean, there's a lot of awesome stuff that Keith Whitley did, and, right. and I, to this day, I play nothing like a whole lot of Keith Whitley in my yeah. set. But uh, I think my dad kind of just his voice just kind of fitted better. You know, it just there were some deep undertones that my dad had that that just kind of carried the song well, and it just kind of came off as like a, you know, as we're, as a lot of Keith Whitley stuff is a lot more felt and like uh you know he's got the kind of like that lighter more easy voice right and but with with brother jukebox man just i think my dad just killed it with that that lower kind of undertone and uh i I just think his voice resonated well you know there's a lot of stuff that my dad could do of keith whitley's that i think keith whitley would do better right but you know i i gotta be proud to say you know i I think he really i think he really took brother jukebox and and made it his own thing
1: hey I, i respect that good answer good answer all right, next up for you, don't want to miss a
2: thing, <laughs> Steven Tyler <laughs> or Mark Chestnut.
0: So, uh, about my man, my dad to this day talks about how much he regrets doing that song.
3: Really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like, man, this is the most.
0: Movie. He does, man. And, and he's like, man, I think this is the most non country song. Yeah, you know, it's like he just, you know, but people were pushing him to do it. In my opinion, I mean, it's not it doesn't really show uh the honky-tonk style of mark chestnut it kind of just shows off the vocal side of mark chestnut it really does and and that's cool you know and and, and i like my dad's version of it a lot and and you know I, I really hate to say it but it's just man steven tyler it's steven tyler man like <laughs> i grew up listening to aerosmith there's just a. It's just Steven Tyler's song, you know, like I love my dad's version of it. I'm not dissing it, but I'd rather hear my dad sing brother jukebox. than I don't want to miss a thing, you know, and, <laughs> and Steven Tyler, just, man, he's just got a guy. He's just got a range, man. He just really takes that song. Uh, so I got to give it to Steven Tyler.
2: Understandable. Completely understandable. I will, I will jam both, but I'm, I'll, I'll lean towards Mark on the preference personally.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. All right. We got a couple more for you. Is that cool?
0: Yeah, that's fine, man.
1: Okay, so I didn't know this one re- existed until pretty recently. So, okay, your dad comes out with Friends in Low Places, as did Garth Brooks. So, <laughs> this is a pretty difficult one for me anyway. So where do you land
0: on that one? So Garth Brooks, uh, th- there's a little story behind it. you know. I, I, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so so Garth Brooks had done that one right and he he cut it. He originally cut it. And uh he didn't I guess he didn't really run with it. You know, he re- I'm not sure exactly if he released it as a single or what, but he cut it, he recorded it and that was that. Right. Well, my dad had got the song also, I guess from from Garth or whatever. I don't know who, how he got it. I don't know if Garth gave it to him or if somebody, you know, if, if he had just got the permission to cut it uh, from the songwriter or what. But my dad had ended up getting a hold of that song after Garth had cut it, and he did it. Well, there was some, I, I guess there was some good feedback on it. And and Garth, you know, he he got a got, you know, like, well, Mark did it. I'm, you know, he, 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 he kind of ruffled his feathers, man. Like he kind of... <laughs> kind of like it's kind of like another dog peed on his tree you know
1: yeah
0: and uh so garth said you know what and my dad had cut it the way my dad had cut it originally was how garth originally cut it it was that kind of more laid back more uh it was more somber i guess like more relaxed version of what is known now as friends in low places yeah and uh so garth has said you know what you know i'm I'm gonna take this song and i'm gonna redo it and revamp it and i'm gonna i'm gonna make it so good that Mark can't cut it. You know, that's what his idea was. And I mean, he did, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. You know, my, my dad has a great voice, man. I really hate to be right. like, no, oh, my dad's not listening right now, but I
1: kind of hope he is. Uh,
0: <laughs> I get a phone call real quick. Um, but no, it is what it is, man. He just, my dad did a great job with it, but right. I guess Garth kind really wanted to show his, his, uh, you know, he, he wanted to show off and he took it and, and what he did was, uh, he added a lot more flavor to it a lot more. And, and of course my dad had just done it originally how it was laid out. You know, the right, original, yeah. the, the original way the song was written was, uh, how he did it. And it just wasn't as flary and flavorful as it is now. And then Garth, you know, when he, whenever he did that, it was just to show up my dad, which I thought was kind of funny, you know, <laughs> it's kind of cool, kind of a cool story behind it, but you know, uh, so he, he took it and, 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 and just really kind of redid it and made it, the, the legend that is now, you know, everybody knows Garth's version of it. And right. I think Garth, you know, I personally, I'm not the biggest Garth Brooks fan. I mean, there's a lot of songs that my dad did that I would rather listen to than Garth Brooks ever do them, you know, but yeah, man, he, he really did make a, you know, he really did uh, take that song and, and make it into something really cool. And it's what everybody knows now, you know, right. I don't, I don't really get a whole lot of people know that my dad cut it, you know, yeah. at least some people do, but. I always get, it's it, the Garth Brooks version is known, you know, and, and right, right. hands down to him, you know, he, he really did do a lot for the song. So may have been out of spite, but <laughs> he did a lot, you know, he, he did a lot for the song.
1: <laughs> well, what I'm hearing all this as is that Mark Chestnut is responsible for Garth Brooks's career.
0: <laughs> that's, and that's something that, you know, we, we've kind of always talked about, you know, me and a couple of other guys, you know, but it, in a way, yeah, I think, I think, you know, they, they probably could, you you know, give each other a phone call one of these days and <laughs> have a conversation about who owes who what, you know? Right. But... Yeah.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> okay. We got one last one for you, and this will probably be the hardest one. Uh Too cold at home. Your dad's version or yours?
0: Too cold at home, man. Oh, uh, man. Um. <laughs> I can try to be my dad all day here, but it, it, no matter, you know, that's a hard one, man. I, I, Cause uh, I'm kind of in competition with my dad on that last easy, you know, there's like yeah. that one line in there where he really holds that note. And I've always thought my dad's, I mean, my, it is my dad's voice in that song. I just, I mean, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not Mark Chestnut. I can't do it like he can, but You know, I'll be damn certain I can hold that note, you know, just a couple of, you know, we, we, you know, he'll sit there on stage and he'll look at his watch while he's holding that last long note, (laughs) man. I just kind of started doing that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I started doing that at my shows and there's always somebody in the background of the crowd that says 10 seconds. And I'm like, man, I can, I can probably go for 12, you know, yeah, he can, he can probably sing it better, you know, but he, uh, I can definitely, I can definitely, you know, I've played a lot of sports in high school and, and, you know, Austin Rankin for 5 years, I can I can be- I can yell for a lot longer than he can. Oh yeah, totally. He yeah. may be able to <laughs> sing it better, you know. But I can hold that easy just a little bit longer, you know.
2: <laughs> just edge him out, just a hair, just a hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know with uh your dad being such a icon or a huge part of the 90s country era, is there uh did you grow up listening to a lot of 90s country and 90s country artists?
0: Yeah, yeah, so I mean uh yeah, so with a lot of the stuff that I grew up listening to in the house, you know, it, it was stuff that my dad had really kind of followed but along with his career like George Jones and mm-hmm. Tammy Wynette and stuff like that. Um and I really that was kind of what I heard around the house uh and Fair enough. You know, I didn't really hear a lot of his competition, you know, until I yeah. got older. Like, I didn't sit there and I didn't hear a lot of Tracy Bird or didn't hear a lot of Tracy Lawrence or Clint Black, you know. And I, you know, obviously, if somebody's running the same race as you, you know. uh So it wasn't, I didn't really hear a lot of it until I'd actually, you know, listened to the radio and I was a little older, you know, had my own truck and, you know, had my own way to listen to my own music. And I got into it pretty heavy. You know, I loved it. Um, uh, But I really started to kind of steer towards the red dirt, kind of Texas country thing, you know, when I started hearing what, you know, like, uh, Cody Canada was doing and Randy Rogers. Mm -hmm. Um, Once I kind of started hearing, finding my own music, uh, I noticed that I love the 90s country and I love the outlaw 80s country. Yeah. But I, I really, I really am kind of steering towards that, like that that outlaw texas modern country you know stuff like ko wetzel and yes it's and yes. just the crazy kind of it's still got that traditional outlaw roots it really you does. know but it's really a lot of it is just kind of cool man to see to see music at least down here get famous in that direction you know people are kind of turning off the nashville stations to listen to like some of the red dirt stuff and yeah that, that's it's... that's just kind of where i find myself now
2: it's really exciting, too, because, like, I feel like, you know, definitely in your area and throughout parts of our region in Appalachia, there's a lot of, like, new artists with a lot of traditional sound, like, making an uprising and getting a lot of recognition where they should.
0: Oh, yeah. Tyler Childers is one of them, man. Like, oh, I, yeah. I follow the crap out of that guy. That dude's, like, man, he's really doing something with music right now. It's really cool to see. Yep,
2: yeah, he's a blast to see, too. All right, one more question for you.
0: Is sir. There-
1: Okay, so you know, obviously your dad was a huge influence on you musically growing up. And were there any any additional ones that kind of um, kind of made you want to pick up a guitar in the first place, and just kind of follow in his footsteps?
0: So I really, I, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, so when I was a lot younger, I was kind of following the music scene and you know I, I was trying to figure out where I belonged in it I guess uh, when I was kind of following in with the 90s stuff and, and listening to some of the newer stuff and I didn't really know what I you know I didn't really know what I wanted to do until you know I picked up the guitar and I started following the Zach Brown band pretty heavily because they were kind of like doing their own thing which sounded a little different from everybody else's you know they were
3: yeah for sure
0: just using the fiddle a little bit more and harmonies and that stuff was kind of hard to come by Oh, yeah. and uh just kind of fell in love with that stuff sort of learning a lot of his stuff uh but really is is when i found randy rogers man i, I really he really kind of had the sound i loved like he kept that he, he still kind of went towards that outlaw red dirt kind of stuff you know uh, but yeah. he had the he still had the fiddle and he still had the steel like he still had the, the, the traditional stuff that you could dance to and i just thought that was yeah. kind of cool and that's kind of what I started trying to write. You know, I've got some some stuff I'm trying to write now, and I can kind of see it. You know, following along with what you know, the influences I have when I was listening to Randy Rogers, and I don't see anything wrong with that. You know,
3: but yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, that, that's kind of you know what what really sparked my interest in songwriting was watching Wade Bowen and Randy Rogers get up and, and do a show, and it's nothing but written material, man. And I was like, hey, these guys are awesome. You know, and yeah. Uh, they have this awesome writing style that I want to be a part of. And, and I started kind of trying to write, I guess, in, in that direction, you know, so.
2: Well, we've been jamming uh, the EP down Mexico way and we're really digging it. Like we love the sound, man, l- love your voice. And just, it's just great all around.
0: Yeah, man, I, I appreciate that, man. I really appreciate that you guys are doing that. Um, it's great to hear you know we're we're, we're trying to push it yeah, as much as we can because uh we're getting a lot of good feedback and it's like motivating us to keep going so people like y'all man that, that really we really appreciate that it really it really motivates us to keep kind of get going and trying to do different stuff man so thank you for that
2: hey you're welcome definitely um so how long did it take you to know like kind of pick and choose and piece together um these tracks included on the ep because like each one in its own way is a, you know like, once I start one, I'm invested. Like, they're all great songs.
0: Yeah. Well, we had a bunch of songwriters that we were working with uh, in the Nashville area and Southeast Texas area and
3: mm-hmm.
0: other parts of this area, and, and they, they'd they all send us a bunch of songs. You know, at the time, I was working on some songwriting, but uh, I got a long list of songs, man, a bunch of different songwriters that we know in the area. and It just... Uh, a lot of them didn't really click, you know. We went through... I would listen to, like, the first 30 seconds of each song. But these specific songs, I mean, I spent, I spent a couple of weeks trying to figure out which ones I wanted. And these songs, man, like, not even the first 10 seconds, I was i was hooked. And that's kind of what I wanted in my music. I, I wanted my music to kind of grab the listener. And, and uh, these songwriters were just kind of going with the style I wanted at the time. You know, it, it was a lot of 90s influence, but it was still, you know, it wasn't heavy 90s. It wasn't like... You know, it, it, you can still see kind, kind of some like modern push in it, you know, and but it's just it just had that hook in it. Every song that I that I chose on that album from the songwriters like Keith Smith and Roger Springer, they just have this incredible ability to grab a listener into their music. And they do that, you know, through through a uh, really powerful use of imagery, a really powerful use of words. And like the use of fiddle and steel is always what grabs me. That's the very first thing that usually grabs me. And yeah. Even Texas couldn't hold her. Kind of did that for me, you know.
1: Yeah, the uh, especially the single. Even Texas couldn't hold her. The imagery in that song is, I mean, it's fantastic. It's amazing.
0: It is, man, and it really kind of gives you like. Uh, what's cool about the song is it just shows you how big Texas is, and it really kind of adds yeah. to that emotion. Like, you know, even she, even Texas couldn't hold her. Like, you know, even this big, vast, yeah, uh, area of like all these cool places. Like, somebody wants to get out of that. You know, it's pretty. It's pretty powerful <laughs> song. You know, you got to yeah. really kind of you really got to kind of rub somebody wrong to, you know, you get all the way out of Texas. But I just think the <laughs> yeah. song is, uh, it's really powerful, man. It sends a powerful message and it's really kind of cool to listen to. It just kind of gives you what, you know, at least for me, everything I wanted, I wanted the the steel and the guitar. And right. I wanted the, the Texas music, you know, I wanted that kind of right. Texas scenery in my music, you know?
1: Like I love the the first line on the chorus, uh, but to not Fort Worth couldn't hold her. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, Fort, Fort Worth's getting colder, correct? Yeah. And I think that uh, that uh, that imagery is so cool because you guys probably don't have a whole lot of really, really cold days down there, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, at least not in Southeast <laughs> Texas, you know. I've yeah. seen Fort Worth get a little cold. but
1: A little bit. I just thought yeah. that was a really cool cool way to lead off of that chorus. like, Because um, in my mind, because I've never been to Texas, I'd love to go. But yeah. in my mind, like, okay, Texas, two things I know about Texas, well, three things. Good barbecue, it's gigantic, and it's hot, you know? Yeah,
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's definitely, uh, but it's it's hot in different ways. Like, Southeast Texas is hot and humid. It's just like oh, you're God. hot and you're wet, and then <laughs> everywhere else you're, like, hot and dry. So, you know.
3: <laughs>
1: so, Southeast Texas is kind of like Florida, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like an extension of Louisiana. Yeah, it's, gotcha. it's just bayous and just... You know, I'm not gonna say any more than that. I don't wanna make anybody mad on Louisiana, you know. <laughs> we're used to it on this show. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah we, we kinda we're trying to get a little bit further away from that area. You know, no offense. You know, we love the Cajun food, but it's yeah, just, exactly. just too damn hot. Yeah. Too many alligators and too many bugs.
2: Well man, I love definitely like you were talking about the, the pedal steel and the fiddle, like I feel like it really ties these tracks together really well. And it carries over into another song that I've really had stuck in my head that I wanted to mention, too, is uh, Down Mexico Way. Like, I've just been, like, humming that one in the in, in, at work and in the car on the way to work. Like, it's really catchy.
0: Well, the awesome part about that song is, is – uh, so Roger Springer wrote that song, and Roger Springer was a songwriter for a lot of good artists that have these hits out, man. He, and he's – he really kind of did everything with that song that I really wanted – you know, just kind of like even Texas couldn't hold her. But what was cool about it is it's kind of got that hybrid effect where you've got the listeners that want to listen to the the Kenny Chesney side of country music where it's kind of beachy and, you know, it's yeah. got the cat gut in it and it's, you know, real kind of somber and sweet and like really easy to listen to, but then you got the lonely kind of honky talker that wants to listen to like the West Texas kind of music that's got the steel and fiddle in it. And it really kind of grabs both of those listeners. And and what's cool about it for me is that I'm in love with both of those kinds of music. You know, I love to go to the beach and I love the, you know, I love West Texas and I love the fiddle and I love cat gut, you know, on the guitar, it's just really cool sound. And it really kind of ties that together, you know, and I think that's, that's, what's kind of cool about that song. It's really just kind of a hybrid of both types of music.
2: Yeah, it's really a you know a fantastic roller coaster ride of uh, music and emotions on that one.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Well, uh, you know, like, like I said, we talk about a lot of '90s country music, and we uh, talk about our top tracks for those artists, and then we throw them together in a playlist. But also, like in uh, inspiring new artists, such as yourself and the traditional sound, we also have a playlist where we um, mention newer than '90s artists that we're jamming and listening to on a regular basis, and. Uh, we're going to be adding even Texas couldn't hold her and also down to Mexico. way to those for everyone,
0: man. I appreciate that. That's awesome. I really hope, and I really hope your listeners enjoy it, man. Like we, we really kind of, we're kind of proud of that stuff. We're kind of proud of what, what we've done so far. So we, you know, we, it's really cool to see you guys kind of, kind of take that and, and, you know, use it for your show, man. That's, that's really cool to us.
2: Yeah. We're loving it. And if, you know, or uh, anyone listening right now, like if you, enjoy the show and like the music we talk about, you will most definitely dig these tracks from Casey chestnut. Um, you know, uh, other than our newer than nineties playlist, where else can they, uh, check out your uh, music online?
0: Yeah. So, man, we've got, we've got stuff, uh, we got stuff on caseychestnut.com. What's where we usually post you know, all of our gig dates, uh mm-hmm. where we're going to be at, we're all over the place, from Colorado to Oklahoma, all over Texas and Louisiana. That's kind of our area right now. We're trying to kind of break out of that and go even further. Uh, but CaseyChestnut.com, you know, two T's at the end, no T in the middle.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I've always get people calling me, I can't find, you know, I can't find this, so I can't find that. <laughs> you got to, you know, I's Chestnut, not Chestnut. Uh, we're also on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is where we kind of post all the same information for those who can't really find the website. You know, yeah. we it'll usually pop up there too. Um, we always appreciate the followers and likes. Uh, we're, we're pushing a lot of our newer material on there as well. Kind of giving people a glimpse at what we're doing next. Um, that's kind of a cool thing to, to see if you're interested in that. TikTok, Instagram. I'm always posting cute videos of my daughter. She's like <laughs> a year old right now. So she kind of likes to... To hang out with me when i'm when i'm full of my, with my guitar or when she goes to my gigs man she's yeah. over there dancing just being a cute baby so we always try to keep people posted on her and, and how she's living life um uh, we got some dogs too you know we kind of give everybody a glimpse of the the chestnut family over here um uh, but tiktok instagram facebook and the website man y'all check it out we just got people have been really bugging us about QZ's, man uh, I guess people really want their, you know, keep their beer cold. So we, we finally got some new QZs. People have been asking about those. You can find those too on the website. Um, just check it out, man. Any, anything that that's uh internet, social media, we try to be all over that stuff, man. We're relatively new to it too. So,
2: oh, so you have QZs. I'm definitely going to have to go add one of those, uh, to my shopping list for certain.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've been cuz band has a Koozie, like a cool Koozie, you know, and know. and uh we just we just had some generic Koozies that were kind of cool, but um somebody was people were just sending us uh every every day, you know, whenever we were at the shows or on the on the website or Facebook, people were always commenting like their ideas for the for the Koozies, like man, you guys need like a like a banger Koozie, you know, yeah. like Uh, so we went on there and we designed a really cool koozie. So, you know, it's, 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 you got to check it out. It says, I shot the jukebox and it's got like a 45 casing on the back. It's pretty cool, man. So we got our banger koozie now we're official, you know,
2: always say, you know, if you're listening to sad country music, you might be crying. So all the better reason to have a koozie to keep your can from crying, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome, man. I'm going to start telling people that
1: (laughs) we, we have our own uh, koozie for the show as well. We'll have to send you some.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love that, man.
1: So, uh, so Caleb mentioned how we, uh, we kind of go through our, our top tracks of each artist. And we wondered since we were, uh, since we were talking a little bit about your dad as well, if you have like a top three songs of Mark Chestnut, I mean, probably in the nineties predominantly, but, um, yeah. What, what would be your top three?
0: Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, it's always
1: difficult. It's always been
0: goal. Yeah. So for me, I mean with my dad, man, I'd I really Too Cold at Home is obviously up there. That's
3: just oh yeah.
0: That's like a song of Southeast Texas. I guess the people down here identify by that song and and that's just a really cool song. Yeah. Um Yeah. God, I'm trying to think here. Another one I always play, um I'm always playing Brother Jukebox. Oh yeah. Um I gotta say, and my dad my dad doesn't like to do it a whole lot it's just a really good song. Um, uh, and it, it's just kind of, you know, you gotta, you gotta really kind of be ready for the vocal range with it, but old country, is just a, it's just an absolute banger, man. Yeah, like, I get that song requested all the time. Um, you know, and I, I tried to, when I was trying to first get started in the music business, I was, I was uh, 17, 18 years old in high school doing, uh, oh. I was trying to do the, the, I was trying to take ag, you know, like, um, The FFA, I was trying to join the FFA and do the talent show for them because I heard that they did the state convention thing. And I was like, man, this is a way in. (laughs) And this is before I, you know, I went into Marine Corps, which kind of, it kind of like canceled that. I had to stop doing that. I really wish I would have kept doing it. But, um, you know, I I made it all the way. I, I got first place in like area and district. And I wanted to do, I was like, man, if I just do old country, like I know I can get up there you know right and uh yeah you know, they were like you can't do that because it's about a one night stand <laughs> yeah. this is school function. and i was like man like so, you know so i ended up doing some other songs yeah but, uh yeah it's just it's just man it's just a it's a really cool song man it's got a it's really got that vocal kind of roller coaster with it too but uh just a really cool use of like string instruments and fiddle and steel man like it's just it's just a really it's just a really powerful song
1: it, it's just one of those that has all of the things that we love about that era of country just wrapped up in a song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You got the ballad. It's a ballad, you know, and it's got the, the fiddle and steel, really, really powerful dance tune. And, you know, I just,
1: yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of those really powerful tunes, man. Absolutely.
1: Well,
2: Casey, man, this is, this has been a blast. We've had an awesome time having you on.
0: Man, I tell you, I, I really appreciate you guys, uh, having me on today and and and, you know let me be a part of your show i think it's pretty awesome that you guys are supporting us and we really appreciate it uh hopefully you know we got some other stuff that we're putting out later this year and hopefully uh hopefully hopefully you guys will have us on again and we can be a part of that
2: most definitely yeah and uh i'm i'm sure that you know even texas couldn't hold you back so eventually you're going to be venturing out and uh, touring across this great country and when you make your way to appalachia we'll definitely be there.
0: Well, man, I tell you what, put you know, put the word out in your area. We'd love to come out in that direction right now. Like I said, we're kind of stuck in the Oklahoma, Texas, uh, Louisiana area, Colorado, even. But uh, we're always looking for stuff out in that direction. Uh, so, you know, if, if if you got somebody that wants to do something and wants a killer Texas band, you know, we we can provide it for you. So, you just awesome, just let man. us know, man.
2: We will put the word out for you, sir. Absolutely. Well, and until we uh, meet again, sir, thanks for coming, and uh, everyone be sure and uh, follow, like, find Casey Chestnut on the socials, and uh, check out these tunes we're talking about.
0: Hey, thank you guys again for having me.
2: Hey, thank you. Thanks,
0: All right, y'all be safe out there, man.
1: All right, see see you, buddy. Well, that was a good time. Yeah, man, that was was great. That was our um,
2: first time ever having a guest on the show, and, you know, couldn't have picked a better guest to have. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that was that was great. That um he's a good dude. For real. He's a good dude. You can tell he's like a student of country music. Yeah. Like he loves you
2: know, it. Yeah. And you know, like uh, much like his father, you know, uh, very authentic, yeah. genuine. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Uh to himself and to his craft.
1: Yeah. Nicer than us. What? <laughs> For sure. <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, he had uh shared some of his top tracks of isn't yeah. Chestnut. So, um, I'm excited to get into ours, but before we do, are you ready to jump into some
1: history? I would love to.
2: Yeah. So, uh, born in 63, uh, the great Mark Chestnut was raised in Beaumont, Texas, and you know from a young age, immersed into a, a deep and rich uh, country music sounds and traditions of the area. Um, He would grow up in a musical household with his father, Bob, who was also a country music artist himself in the 60s and 70s. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know that. And, you know, with uh, country music always spinning on a record player or playing on the radio within earshot of Mark, it was no surprise that he would grow up learning to play drums and guitar and singing uh, from a very early age.
1: See, I had seen a video, like, I don't know, this has been like the last year or so, of him, like like goofing on the drums, and uh-huh. he was good. He's good, yeah. Yeah, I, I, did, I didn't know that either up up until that point. He can do it all. Yeah.
2: And, you know, so often he'd probably be singing along to a lot of um, artists in his, from his dad's record collection, a lot of yeah. uh, George Jones, Merle Haggard, Ernest Tubb, you know, taking uh, lessons from the best. Yeah. From um, picking up these instruments and starting singing from an early age, it's no surprise in just a matter of time that, as a young teenager, he'd be sitting in with bands and uh, musical acts with his dad, uh, whether it be with his dad or uh, artist he was familiar with from his time playing music. And before you know it, Mark himself is performing and making the rounds and making waves through the country music circuit in southeast Texas. Um, he even would spend most of the 80s, you know, kind of cutting in those mastery hours, yeah, honing his craft, even sometimes playing... Six days a week. Yeah. Like really going for it. Like, very, you know, um, early Beatles esque, you know, just playing away, being as perfect as they can.
1: Yeah. That, uh, that get that gives me like strong Clint Black vibes too. Yeah. You know? You very much so. Yeah. Yeah. Just like kind of just putting in the hours early on, yeah. you know, before anybody ever hears your name. Just kind of. Yeah. And as, and as you can imagine, you know, like that hard work and dedication and, um, Making the rounds and paying dues, it would
2: it was going to pay off for Mark Chestnut.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he would eventually catch the ear of the MCA Nashville executives, and uh, they would come to see him at Cutters in eighty nine to what And came, you know, came to watch him perform.
2: Yeah, put on a show.
1: Yeah, yeah. So after after seeing the show, and you know, put yourself in their shoes. After you saw it, what what would you do? But um, give him know, all my money. Yeah, money, yeah. Like here, you're amazing. <laughs> We're gonna write down a check. You write the price down that yeah. you think is fair, <laughs> so you know they they kind of did just that. You know after after the show they talked to him, and of course they made arrangements to sign a recording contract. Yeah. So the following year, and this is when it you know this is when the whole world kind of finds out about him. I feel like yeah. The following year, nineteen ninety, he released his debut album, and single of the same name, "Too Cold at Home," would climb to the top five on country music charts. So this is crazy. Half of the songs from the album would drop as singles. Wow. And all of them would chart inside the top ten with Brother Jukebox becoming his first number one hit. That's a way to make waves on the scene. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, actually, let's drop all these suckers as singles yeah. because they're all fantastic. Oh my
2: it's like, how I'm Mark, Ch- how Mark Chestnut. I'm, I'm here. I'm here to party. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> So you know he would uh, he'd go on to win the CMA Horizon Award that was given to promising newcomers in country music, and he would continue to top the charts throughout the '90s. Obviously, and he would be one of Billboard's ten most played radio artists from the 1990s.
2: Wow, that's impressive. It
1: is. So uh, let me give you some uh, give you some stats, give you some numbers. Fourteen number one hits, over twenty top ten singles four platinum albums, and five gold albums. Is that not crazy? It really is. That's not crazy, man.
2: That's some big numbers. Yeah.
1: So it's safe to say that Mark Chestnut is a pillar and icon of the era that we all love. Oh, my gosh.
2: He's one of the ones that, you know, when I think of artists uh, from that time I grew up falling in love with country music, Like he's one of the first few I always think of because he just has... He was there from beginning yeah. to end. Like, he showed up, yeah. and he delivered
1: hit after hit. Heck yeah, man. Mark Chestnut, what a legend, dude. Well, what uh, what, would you say if I said, maybe we should go through Mark's top tracks?
2: I've been preparing for this. <laughs> and, you know, he's one of those artists that has a real diverse catalog yeah. and a lot of fantastic songs. So, you know, let's... Let's drop a peace treaty here this one this one i feel like could get could get me <laughs> very what do we have to throw work. yeah
1: yeah really had all the the throwable objects yeah. around us here <laughs>
2: we're here because we love mark we're not, we're not gonna fight
1: <laughs> we're not gonna fight like we did last time yeah <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah you want me, uh Want me to kick us off yeah go ahead yeah um If you're joining us for the first time or a new listener, uh, what we do is we kind of profile our favorite uh, artists from the 90s country era, a little bit of history, a little bit of a deep dive, and then we also talk about our personal favorite tracks uh, from the artists we're discussing. And we'll have uh, five top tracks, and then we'll also have a few honorable mentions that we felt we had to speak on that didn't have a place in our top five, but are songs that you know need to be mentioned. Right, yeah. Well, with that being said, buckle up. Here we go. Uh, the first one for me on my honorable mentions. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Here sorry. Too right. cold at home.
1: Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I am so surprised yeah. right now. Yep. That is. It's huh. a killer song. Huh? Yeah. <laughs>
3: It no is a great song. Killer song.
2: I love it. I love it so much. But there's yeah. just, he has so much to give he does. us musically. He really does. That it's hard to, you know, it, to line him up and make yeah. space for it for me. Yeah. Um, Two Cold at Home would be the lead single from his uh, album, on a debut album from MCA Nashville. And this one will be a number three hit. So Man. obviously, you know. Killer song. Most of the world agrees. Fantastic Pretty great Some, video. Pretty great video.
1: Yeah. Pretty great song. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um. And, and it's, it's better c- than number eight, but a fantastic <laughs> ballad. <that> <laughs> 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 Whoops! <laughs> but you know, an awesome ballad that reminds you a lot of the classics, like yeah. a lot of the artists from back in the day. Yeah. Um, and it also, I don't, you ever realize how awesome the backing vocals are in this? Also, that just like very good, just improves and helps Mark's voice stand out. Like, man, the, the harmonies are real. They're yeah. real good. Yeah. Oh. Not like I have that weight off my (laughs) shoulders. Just it's too cold in the Chattanooga podcast (laughs) studio right now. (laughs) About to pull the seat out from under me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Okay. My number eight was a little bit of a wild card. Okay. But a fantastic song. So this song was from his um, his record. Thank God for Believers. Uh huh. And the track is, it's not over. If I'm Not Over You. This is really good. Yes. Because not only do you have... Oh, but I know why. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do you have Mark Chestnut's fantastic vocals, a really, really good kind of like this kind of waltzy country, like slower country song, Mm -hmm. but you also have the vocal talents of Vince Gill and Alison Krauss on the choruses. Holy cow, dude. Yeah, what a... What oh a combo! Gosh. What a trifecta to be singing together. There's, I think it's like the last chorus. There's one note that like they all like are harmoni- harmonizing like all together, and they kind they kind of like hold this note out. All of them. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, it's good! It's so good. Can we start a petition to get them to sing more songs together? God, yeah. Yes, yes. Where do I sign? I'm yes. ready.
2: <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one to start with. It's a, it's
1: a good. It's a great song. Okay.
2: Uh, My next honorable mention for me is going to be Old Country. Old Country. Yeah. 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 This is the opening track on the album, uh, Long Necks and Short Stories. Yeah. Which, let me say first, that may be one of the best country album names of all time. That is just, (laughs) yeah. That is so cool. Every
1: time I see it, I think it says Long Necks and Short Shorties. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like,
2: you're just imagining little (laughs) smokies. Yeah.
1: They're just hungry when you see it. Uh. <laughs> Low necks and little smokies. <laughs>
2: oh, man. Um, like my last honorable mention, though, uh, of a similar sound and style. Yeah. It was also um, penned
1: by the songwriter
2: Bobby Harden. So I always thought those songs mm. kind of shared a likeness. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go.
1: Yeah. That was one of Casey's favorites, too. Mm-hmm. Old country.
2: Yeah. it's um, It's great, and it's... Like context, I guess context. a song, like you know, mm. kind of about like uh, an affair. But man, musically and lyrically, it's a really catchy song, and it's also just not up there with like other songs like this that might be like on the creeps level. Like you know, oh, I don't know that summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: It doesn't give cringy vibes. Not as heavy handed and weird no. as that summer. <laughs> just a, a really good country song. <laughs>
2: And uh once again a top a top five on the charts for Mark Chestnut, delivering the hits. <laughs> but it kinda reminds me too of I was talking about um down Mexico Way. Yeah. Like kind of being yeah. an earworm song. Like once it's in your head, like you're just singing or humming it for days and days. Yeah. So it's one
1: or the other really. Yeah, absolutely. Number seven. Number seven for me. Yeah, ready. Now, I, I don't know if you're pref- you're prepared for me to tell you what my number seven is. Uh, I had to include it. It's not a top five. Obviously, not even a top six here. Mm-hmm. But it is a great song. And it is an iconic song for okay. him. Going through the Big D.
2: Going through the Big D, yeah. Yeah. You don't mean Dallas, though. I don't mean Dallas. Okay.
1: I mean, I can't believe what the judge had to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get the Jeep? I mean, I did. Okay. But in turn, she got the palace, so. uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> you should see our producer Cardboard AJ's face right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he can't
3: believe it either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great one. That's the one that I always
2: loved hearing growing up, too, because it was on the radio a ton. A lot. And it's just real catchy uh, lick in there in the opening of it.
1: Yeah. It's just like a... Um, It's just one of those, whether you like the song, whether you don't like the song, you will agree. Just like Don't Take the Girl, it is just like, it is a 90s country, like, monster song. It really, yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure. (laughs)
1: Like, if people don't know 90s country, but they kind of heard it in passing, this is probably one that they could recall, you know. But it is it is a great song. It is a great song. I mean, he just has too many of them as the problem, and it's really hard to pick.
2: Yeah, it's, that's how you end up with situations where, for me, Too Cold at Home is the Day of um, Honorable Mentions. I'll still listen to it all the way, every yeah. time it comes on, and yeah. love
1: it. But right, it's just, yeah.
2: It's hard to place them.
1: Yeah. I'm still so surprised by that. I'm not as offended as I am surprised. Yeah. I was thinking that'll be a top three for Caleb easily. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I was wrong. Plot twist. Plot twist. Yeah. Here's him not Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did he make this list? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he also loves 90s country. It's Fun true. Yep. It's that's true. That's canon now. That's no, that's I'm a saying. twist
1: for you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay, I've got one more honorable mention here.
1: Okay. Um.
2: Okay, here we go. Last honorable mention. The King of Hearts. King of Broken Hearts.
3: Oh. Yeah.
2: Man, I love this song so much. It almost, it was right there. It was real close. Yeah. To being within my top five. Uh, this one came out in 95 from the album Wings. Um, previously recorded by George Strait for a soundtrack to a movie. Any guesses? Hmm. That George Strait stars in. <gasps> pure
1: Country. Yep, Pure oh Country. Oh, yep. gosh. Holy cow!
2: Um, it didn't drop as a single when Mark released it, but I feel like this would have done amazing. Yeah, even I if, would imagine so. Yeah, regardless of the fact that like Pure Country came out a few years prior, and it was on that soundtrack. Like, I I listen to both, and I prefer Mark Chestnut's version Yeah, that's just yeah. It's really it's man his voice on that. It's just like a showcase for his vocal range.
1: Yeah. Real close, really close to making it into my top five. (laughs) Well, here's my my number six that almost made it, almost in the top five here. It is a song from his record Almost Goodbye, but it wasn't only on that record. Okay, the song is Texas is Bigger Than It Used To Be. Oh really? It's a great song, but not only was it on this record, it was featured on the Eight Seconds soundtrack. Oh, it is so good! Like this yeah. song is just like a straight up like country western swing, like just fast rodeo song. Yeah, gosh, they like they take like a hundred music breaks in it. They're just like destroying their instruments. It's it is so good. And you get a
2: solo, and you get a solo. Yeah, yeah.
1: just handing them out, yeah. man. Then Mark will sing a minute, then they'll. The sauce and fiddle for a while, yeah, and it's great. Like, it makes you want to ride a bull, you know. <laughs> like, I'm ready, put me on. Let's go! <laughs> that's Forget a good eight soundtrack.
2: I'm this song. I'm riding that bull <laughs> three minutes. Here,
1: yeah, we, here we go. We go.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I will break Fu Manchu today to this song. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, man, it's a great song. Have you listened to that soundtrack? I have
2: no. Man. It's been a while. I need to go back. Man, it's good. Yeah. Eventually, like I say, one it's day we're going to do a
1: showcase of yes. uh, uh, soundtrack songs. Yes. Country artist John Anderson's got a good one on there. Reba has a great one on there. Like yes. a slow jam. Ooh. It's like a really simple song. Man, it's good. I want to watch.
2: I want to Go and watch Pure Country and a second. Yeah, now. let's do it tonight. Here we <laughs> go.
1: Let's do it.
3: Live streaming <laughs> the hits.
1: <laughs> we're just going to do a watch along. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, there's our honorable mentions. Yeah, man. That's a good start. nobody, uh, Nobody's too hurt yet.
1: Yeah, I think we're okay. More
2: hurt feelings. I think we're all right. <laughs> well, breaking into the top five, would you
1: like to kick us off? Sure, sure. And it um, kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with my last track, Blame It on Texas.
2: Hey, that's a good one.
1: Yeah, and that was on his... Um, too Cold at Home record mm-hmm. Which is obviously One of those Billion singles That was on that record But um, I've always thought This song was really fun too And it's kind of Kind of in the same vein As that last one Where it's just A lot of fun Song fiddles It's just a Really up tempo Toe tapping song You know you catch Man on. it's good And lyrically It's just It's a fun song too You know yeah. Blame it on Texas Don't, don't blame, blame it on me Dude, Don't do it <laughs> I am who I am, and that's what I'm going to be. Yeah.
2: <laughs> How good is the uh, cover of that album? It's great. Just sitting on the on the tracks. <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like nobody ever really truly wants to do senior pictures in high school. <laughs> but looking back now, like I should have went for that album cover as yeah. my senior. Just different shots <laughs> of that. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you looking for in pictures? Like, I want to do the first three Mark Chestnut albums. Although that's not going to be my senior pictures. Me laying up. <laughs> <laughs> like this, arms crossed.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like what happened with this, uh, they got like, they were so concentrated on like, the songs themselves for this record that they might have like forgotten to take promo pics for it. And they're like, oh, snap. What are we going to do? Mark's like, here, just use my senior pictures. It'll yep, work here fine. You go. <laughs> 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 Worked perfectly. <laughs> Beaumont High School, 19. <laughs> What's your number five? Okay, uh this
2: is one that I didn't a song that I liked, but I didn't know I liked it this much until I started putting this list together. Uh a song that will be also cut by at some points Hank Jr. and Loretta Lynn. It's uh I'll think of something.
1: Man, that's a good (laughs) song. Isn't it
2: amazing? Like It's a great song. I think I might have even been playing with myself, so I think I could have put it maybe even a spot or two higher, because yeah. I've been listening to that one a lot. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's <sighs> a great, great song.
2: Yeah, dropping as a single in 1992 uh, from Long Necks and Short Stories. Yeah. Once again, one of the best short Stories. Ever. little smokies. Yeah, smokies. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and a number one hit on the country charts, as you could imagine. Like, Yeah. um, And it's just like a Musical and emotional roller coaster at the same time. It is like by the end of the first verse, I'm ready to shed tears. Yes, it's like, I don't know how I'll get her off my mind, but give me time,
1: I'll think, I'll of, think something. of something.
2: I can't say today yeah. that I'm all right, but by tonight,
3: I'll think, I'll I'll think, of, think of something. something.
1: There's give some me good. Tissues, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's some great steel guitar in that one too. This is a good, yeah. good song.
2: And also just the fact that the whole last minute of the song, they just take time to shred. There's just yeah. an epic solo in there. Yeah, know? it's awesome.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's lyrically, man. That song is just so good. It strikes a chord with you. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very good. Man, moving right along. Yeah, so moving number right four. Along. What you got for number four? Old flames. Have new names. Wow,
2: really? That's all a good one. Of my own all my flames,
1: flames have new names. This is such a fun song. It lyrically, it's 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 silly, but in like a really fun way. It's almost yeah. it's like it gives you like the um, the all my exes live in Texas kind of exactly vibe. Exactly that. you know? Yeah,
2: that's exactly what I was thinking.
1: It's that's exactly the feel of that song. Yeah. It, I, I feel like it just kind of expands lyrically on that song. It really, does. You know? yeah. It pairs so well <laughs> together. <yeah. laughs> I thought I'd start a fire. Man, he's got some great, great vocals on that song, too. Yeah. How good, man. Some of my old flames.
3: If you can,
2: sell, if you can spell um, Susie Vanderhoosie, I will move Too <laughs> Cold at Home from
0: number eight. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I will change my name to that.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Legally, it's happening.
1: What does it have a spelling bee yeah. with all these crazy names?
2: You need an extra long driver's <laughs> license for that one. That's
1: a two-liner right there. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. That's that's some good placement, I guess, for that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the best I, I could do. Best, yeah. <laughs> Given what, what you have to do here, Yeah. Yeah. All right, number four for me. Don't shoot me, because
1: it's Bubba shot the jukebox. I uh, I get it. Yeah, you get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand. It's okay.
2: We're good. I okay. think we're good. Okay. Uh, once again, from long necks and short <laughs> short shorties <laughs> short shorties. You got that in my brain now. Shorty smokies. Get it out. Yeah, long necks <laughs> and little smokies. <laughs> 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 This one dropped in the fall of 92 as a single, and was uh, written by Dennis Lindy, who we talked about last episode. Yeah. has wrote many, many awesome songs yeah. that we love from the 90s country era. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we were mentioning him last time because he um, worked on John Deere Green. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, This one was, it's kind of cool, too, because of my last track, which was I'll Think of Something. Yeah. That was a single, a number one single, Mm -hmm. getting tons of radio play, and I guess maybe they just wanted more Mark Chestnut, like, this is popular, this is what everybody wants to hear, let's play something else, even if it's not a single. Yeah. So this song, Bubba Bubba Shot the Jukebox, already had some radio play on the airwaves Yeah. before Ever even came out as a single, so it was already charting before it was a single. That's crazy. So people couldn't get enough. That's crazy. What he's bringing to the table.
1: And the
2: way that happened with it, the precursor being I'll Think of Something, Yeah, I feel like that might have been the, sh- the song that made Bubba shoot the jukebox. It, <laughs> it he was like, played I played a sad song. My emotions can't handle this. Like, <laughs> I can't hear this again. I'm losing it. I'm hurting. <laughs> I know what I'll do.
1: <laughs> if you'll remember, this was one of the songs in the uh, the Bubbaverse that we had talked about yeah, this in is. <laughs> previous episodes. Well, Bubba hide and Bubba, yeah, If Bubba with, Can Dance. Bubba can,
2: it begins with <laughs> Bubba hide. you know. Yeah, obviously. He's straight shooter works his nine to five, but yeah. on Friday night, watch out, he cuts loose. Yeah. And that's where you get Bubba Can Dance. Yeah. He's out on the weekend dancing his heart out. Yeah. And maybe the evening doesn't go the way he thought it was going to go. Well, or. they
1: play uh I'll think of something on the jukebox.
2: Yeah, and then it kind of turns sour. He's yeah. kinda not having it's such all a good time. from
1: there. So, he <laughs>
2: went out and got his gun and shot the jukebox and that's Yeah. You know, that's the bubbleverse.
1: <laughs> there you go. Parts
3: 1, 2, and 3.
1: <laughs> I'm not super offended though that it's uh that it's that low because it wasn't on my list. It wasn't on it there. It didn't make, list. It didn't make my wanna. list. I don't <laughs> Turn out the lights I'm leaving. telling you This is too hard
2: It is There's, Man he's just got So many bangers
1: Yeah Absolutely
2: oh my gosh You know no big deal It's on your list It's only a top five song Don't worry about it <laughs> No
1: <laughs> No I'm not being Passive aggressive yeah, Just an iconic song Of the 90s <laughs> not, not just 90s country But the 90s all together dun, 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 dun. Now I think I think I might know What happened Yeah I think like, because it was obviously on my gigantic Mark Chestnut playlist yeah. that I had to whittle down, you know? Yeah. But, um, okay, so in the middle of, like, like prepping for this episode, I found, like, this 30-minute long, like, concert of his from years ago at, like, this, like, Austin Rodeo. It's something, something like I Rodeo. Just, yeah, I watched a little bit of this. You said, it's, yeah. ve- man, it's very good. It's real good. Like, it, it's very good. But they do this song, okay, and at like the beginning of the song, I don't remember if he like put his guitar down and was like just on vocals on the song or what. But like his back is to the camera. I'm pretty sure it was this song. His back's to the camera, and he starts like this kind of like hip shaking thing, Mm -hmm. and it just it it really it really threw me for a loop. It didn't set well with you. It didn't. It did not. Like, Mark, what are you doing, man? Stop. Stop. <laughs> like, too, right.
2: too much visually to take in.
1: I think it was.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, was probably kind of like Elvis. Like, the appeal was so high that, you know, they couldn't film. They only filmed him from the waist up because just, <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: That's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Mark Jess, though, only film from the waist up. You heard it here first. <laughs> too much to
2: handle for the audience. <laughs>
3: No, I can't get that.
1: (laughs) I can't get that visual out of my head now. Oh, that's great. Just hang on
3: to it and cherish it.
2: (laughs) 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 Okay. Composure. Composure.
1: We can do this. I'm back. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Who's up next? Man, I don't even know at this point. We're, I think we've cracked into our top three.
2: Yeah. Is it your go?
1: I'll go. I'll go. Well, this is a song that uh, somebody wanted to put at like, the end of their list, okay? But it deserves at least the top three. Too Cold at Home. Oh. <laughs> Who was that guy? Man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Man, I love this song. I love this song. It's like we were talking about earlier, like you're like Clint Clint Black vibes. That's what this song yeah, gets yeah. me. And like a lot of these dudes, like their early video stuff is you know, kind of like awkward, cringe. You just go look up any W. Keith video from the nineties. You know, like sometimes they're just, it's a little hard to watch their acting because yeah. they're country singers. Yeah. I mean, you can't expect them to also be like, like, I don't know, Brad. Nicholas Cage. Who's, who's <laughs> the big, who's the big, uh, I don't know, actors these days or ever, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he did pretty daggone good. Like, I didn't feel like it was, like, super, like, major forced or anything. Like, I feel like he did a pretty daggone good.
2: Well, yeah, he spent, what, like, uh, 10 years, like, you know, just putting on a show and, like, yeah, figuring out what works. And he was, came to please, you could say. When you're yeah. playing six nights a week, like, you got to be on your game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he, he didn't have any, like, awkward facial expressions or anything. It was just a good, good video just a good yep. 90s country video you know and obviously we love those <laughs> we do here in the Chattahoochee camp yeah, yeah that song is great i just love it i think we said about all you could say about it earlier but man it's just a great song just a great solid country song
2: i love it i just i feel terrible it's just
1: there are things i love more It's
2: all i, get I don't it. love it any less
1: i get it i get it what you got number 3
2: Number three would be the, uh, would share a name with the title of our episode. It sure is Monday.
1: Hey, yeah. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> uh, a
2: number one hit, of course. And this one dropped as a single in the spring of 93, and it was on the album uh, Almost Goodbye. And again, like, written by the great Dennis Lindy. Man, one too. what a writer. And yeah, the lyrics of this one are put together really well. And it's just, uh, you know, what we love is just, Clever, catchy, you know, kind of earworm songs that get stuck in. Yeah. Just catch yourself singing them.
1: Head up all Fridays. Had strong George Sunday. Jones vibes on that yeah. part.
2: And it's just, uh, it's great because I feel like it just has some real big energy and power about it. Like, yeah. no one looks forward to Monday, you know. Right. For the early morning, the restart in the week. Yeah. And I feel like Mark kind of saves us from that with this song. Like, just from the opening uh, acoustic riff on this, like, you're just, like, invested in it. Yeah uh catches your ear. And yeah, I just get caught up in it. I'm like, you know what? What is I'm not afraid of Monday. Let's go. Like <laughs> Mark Chestnut is blaring on my way to work. I'm <laughs> screaming the words. Like nothing can stop me today.
1: <laughs> Except for Monday, which wasn't ever good anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah, like you can't go wrong there. If you're you're having a rough start to Mondays, start it with Mark.
3: Yeah.
1: You'll be fine. You'll be you'll be good. I mean um you can go over to our Top tracks playlist. Just scroll down to the uh, the good Mark Chestnut hit play. additions yeah. that we've added here. Just yeah, just hit play on that sucker and just let it roll, man. You'll be fine. You'll be okay. You, you, got w- this. you won't be disappointed. You won't. You absolutely won't. Man, I'm getting nervous now. I don't Ooh, know. Uh, me too. I don't know. I think I know one of yours. I don't know if I know both. Okay. Okay. Number two for me brother jukebox really it is
2: well i don't know what uh, i don't
1: want brother to say jukebox, sister i know a lot of people know the um the keith whitley version of this you know which is great it's fantastic it's yeah. it's an awesome song that keith Whitley sings yeah. but in my mind I just feel like this is a Mark Chestnut song. I love Mark Chestnut's version of this yeah, song.
2: Yeah, same. That's that's the version that I that's the version to me that is the one that exists. Like yeah. the other one's good, but Mark takes the cake.
1: Like nobody's gonna say, Oh, Keith Whitley's version sucks. I mean that's not true. That's not true. That's obviously not true.
2: <laughs> but he you know, he kinda made it his own and when, yeah. When you hear Sister I never hear that
1: song and think of Keith Whitley. I think of Mark Chestnut yeah. every time. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. And, of course, that was from his Senior Picture, Too Cold at Home <laughs> <Yeah>. record. <laughs> Not the Little Smokies record. No. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Number two, what you got?
2: Um, Number two for me would be
1: Old Flames Have New Names. Oh, yes. It's a
2: great song. It is so good. Have new names. And, uh, once again, another track that would chart in the top five. Yeah. one after the other, one after the other. Um, and like man, there's just it has it all. There's nothing there's nothing that you're without or lacking in this song yeah. for um the air and the kind of sounds you want to hear in a nineties country song. I feel like if you want to expose someone to Mark Chess also, this would be like within the top one to three tracks that you would play them initially. Like Yeah. Here you
1: go, listen to this, tell yeah. me what you think. Absolutely.
2: And if you don't like it, get out. Leave now. Yeah, you go. You're not
1: welcome you're, here. You're, you're, don't come back again. <laughs> I gave you a chance, and you blew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? I don't even know. <laughs> don't even matter.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're just on on this track, too, from like yes. start to finish, like musically. Like, wow. I oh,
3: thought I'd start a fire, so now I'm
2: I think with the part that really takes the cake for me, too, is that... Um, the bass line towards the end Mm -hmm. on that last chorus where it's just like the guitars drop out and he's just (laughs) taking her for a walk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. More, more. (laughs) Um, you had mentioned this too, and I was going to bring it up. The similarities kind of with, uh, all my exes. Yeah. Okay. old things have new names or all my exes live in Texas. You can only have one for the rest of your life. Which one you take.
1: This is the hardest decision <laughs> yeah. I've ever had to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. I think I'm probably going. I'll make live in Texas. Really? I yeah. probably have
2: to. It's a to. tough one. It's a real tough pick. Um, man, it's just where it's been playing so much for me lately but I think I'm going to lean towards Old Flames have new names on that one I mean I can't block it I'm not yeah. going to blame you I don't think there's necessarily a wrong answer there's just a sad answer because One Year Without that's yeah. really it yeah both fantastic
1: songs oh my gosh man I don't know what you're going to pick I, I have no idea
2: I'll i will tell you what I don't know what your number one is but my number one's one you've already mentioned so I'll go first. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, number one for me, Brother G-Box. Hey, there Sister you one. go. There you Mother go. Mother Freedom, Father Tom. Since you left me
1: by myself,
3: you're the only family.
2: It's just like, it's one of those songs like, um, if you ask me to tell you three songs from 90s country, like what... To yeah. All enveloping like what is 90s country. Yeah. That's one of the songs yeah. I want to tell you. Like it's got it all. Like uh Brother Jukebox, um Chattahoochee, yeah, what, you know, uh insert Clint Black song, you know, like any mm. anything from those artists in that time mm-hmm. span. Like
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um oh gosh, like you I said, thought. from Too Cold at Home, yeah, released in nineteen ninety. Um, we both agree that the Mark Chestnut version is the version. It is. And here was a fun little weird bit I found out is um, this written by Paul Kraft, Okay, mm-hmm. he wrote a few other songs like this was probably one of right up there with being one of his most popular songs. Brother Jukebox yeah. also wrote Midnight Flyer, which the Eagles did. Wow! And just to show you the the range, I guess he has as a songwriter, mm-hmm. Brother Jukebox, Midnight Flyer, and It's Me Again, Margaret by Ray Stevens. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so what range yeah, he could do
2: it all apparently yeah <laughs> I
1: thought
2: that was I did not expect that when I was like did I, did I read that right like, Yeah.
1: <laughs> what <laughs>
2: no. but I feel like I've been singing this song since I was old enough to sing you yeah know? like
3: yeah you're
1: going play in vehicles Ooh, and on the radio my whole life
2: like it's been there with me for a long time
1: yeah yeah, pretty much the whole time, man. What, <laughs> 32 years?
2: Yeah. Dang. Soon 33. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm I'm really curious now <laughs> as to what a number one is for I you. I feel like this is one that, like, if you go back and you listen to this song, I feel like you're going to be like, I messed up. That should have been somewhere. Really? It's a great song. Oh, okay. What have I done? So it's from his Almost Goodbye record, mm-hmm. I Just Wanted You to Know. Oh. Sometimes driving home at night. Yeah.
3: That is, Dude, wow. I
1: love this song. Like, lyrically, it's 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 a fantastic, I mean, it's like the perfect 90s country song when it comes to, and just like straight up country song, period. Yeah. It's just talking about like, he's like like, I'll let you go. But I just wanted you to know, yeah, and and he just kind of like like spills spills his heart, like just telling her, like sometimes driving home at night and just turn up the radio, yeah, and, and you're sitting by my side, you know, and it, it's just so good. It, but oh
2: my I gosh, missed it. yeah, I'm, it's a good song. I'm gonna throw myself off the porch. We're somewhere. gonna
1: listen yeah. to it right after yes. this, just so you can I can show you how wrong you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it does like this cool little guitar riff that. you you wouldn't expect the song to go the way it goes, just judging it by, like, the... And it's got this cool fiddle saw that comes in when the music kicks in. Mm -hmm. But then it, like, turns into, like, this really, like, sad, bummer love song. You know? It's just really cool. It it checks all
2: the boxes. It
1: really does. It's got all the stuff that we love. But, um it this song always reminds me of okay some people will know what i'm talking about some of you won't and that's okay so there used to be this this southern gospel group okay like i don't like southern gospel but there was a group called the comptons that were gigantic in our area and their 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 main man was chuck compton he was a fantastic singer I Truly. mean, he just passed away like last year, I think it was, but, um, I mean, he was a great singer, great musician, but they had a song called, I just wanted you to know. And obviously it was very different lyrical content. Yeah. But, uh, like when I think of one of these songs, I think of the other one, mm-hmm. you know, and it kind of has like the same feel, like they both lyrically start off the course with, I just wanted you to know. Yeah. And, um, so I, which I love both of those songs, you know. Yeah, yeah of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, they, the one always reminds me of the other. But um, do you remember the time that me and you and our buddy Clifton drove all the way from Huntington to that little tiny, tiny <laughs> church in Lincoln County to watch Chuck Compton? Oh, we did, didn't we? That's we did. A, we t- wow. We made like an hour and 15 minute trip from Huntington just to come and see Chuck Compton at this, like I guess it was a revival. I don't know, yeah, something of that nature. But like, so we get there, and like I said, it was it was a really small church. And you know, around here, if if you are from this area that we're from, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you aren't, I'm sorry. You can fast forward the com- this conversation. You won't like it, <laughs> but but um, so there we get there. And there was, like, no seats left. No. Like, people around here loved Chuck Compton. Yeah, very popular. Rightfully so. He's great. But um, there was, like, three spots on, like, this front pew. And we were, we had no choice but to sit right there in the front, in front of Chuck Compton. And here we are, like, I think Clifton was wearing, like, those, like, skin-tight, like, bright red skinny jeans yep. and like we all had like the long hair and stuff very long
2: it was like shoulder length hair <laughs> dyed black at that point Yeah,
1: <laughs> they did not know what to think of us you know and it was no, funny it was hilarious
2: like, it was like you know especially like <laughs> Appalachia anywhere like south of us like yeah you go into most churches regardless of yeah uh, denominations or faith. Right. Like everybody's pretty clean cut and dress super nice, like right. you know, Sunday best. right? We, right. We Especially was,
1: during that time, yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, we were we were dressed for like a rock concert. Yeah, probably. we
1: were going to go see Under roads. Yeah, <laughs> Not Chuck Compton. Front row seats, Chuck <laughs> Compton, <yeah. laughs>
2: You know, it's funny you mentioned that too because in listening to a lot of these uh, um, songs from Mark Chestnut, there mm-hmm. was a lot of times with the ballads, and not just his, but a lot of those ballads in 90s country to where, like, they kind of... Share similar sounds that a lot of southern gospel tunes yeah. do sometimes too. Yeah, They're like when you would, I know for me growing up in church, people would sing to like a track. Yeah. Or a, or a oh track yeah. For like southern gospel tunes. Yeah. And um, man, you could just almost like hear mm-hmm. one of those sometimes and be like, "Is that a southern gospel song or is that a country song?" <laughs> like, it could be either or. I think yeah. <laughs> or just like you know, all have a lot of. Both have some really talented musicians and skilled musicians, so you get a yeah. lot of really cool sounds that sound very similar.
1: Right? Yeah. And sometimes you are like, I am pretty sure this dude just wrote a southern gospel track over "Don't Close Your Eyes." Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Anyway, Mark Chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> I love that song. It it's just, it's a it's a fun ride through just. Like everything we love about nineties country.
2: So I, I didn't. I didn't have that on my list. I'm sorry. Did you have? You didn't have as sure as Monday anywhere. I didn't. We're even. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. It feels like Monday again. Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> Never, Never mind. Did you have any other ones that just about uh, just about made it in?
2: Oh yeah. Um. Let me think here. Oh,
1: as the honky tonk turns. Oh.
2: Did you listen to that one from the I think it was on Wings. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think I could be mistaken, I'm pretty sure too that uh Mark himself had some co-writing credits on that one. Nice. It's just the perfect, like a great honky-tonk song all Yeah. and really catchy.
1: Heck yeah. I wanted to mention um going to get a life. Yes, I love that one too. It's just like oh, it, it's it's like you just took that Mary Chapin Carpenter song and just changed the lyrics. Like that's what it feels like to me. Yeah. Which is also a great song. Yeah. Not really gonna is. say it ain't. <laughs> and then um okay. He had a big song. It wasn't one of my favorites, but uh called She Dreams. You remember that one? You'd know it. I don't it. remember this one actually. I don't You'd think. know it if you heard it. It sounds like we're just going to sit here listen, in the yeah. the Chattahoochee studio for a while and just listen to songs after this. But um I've decided that She Dreams tells the same story as two other songs just in different ways. Mhm. is their life out there. Uh-huh. And uh Patty Loveless, you don't even know who I am. Oh yeah. If you just like like, listen, like, lyrically to these songs. Like, they all kind of line up. And it's almost as if, like, this lady has, like, three separate choices she can make. And it's, like, these songs. Like, the songs tell yeah. the story of whatever she That's went cool. with, you know. And I I love stuff like that. I think it's cool. But man. Mark Chestnut. That,
2: that was a hard episode. <laughs> it like, really? They're all hard, because... I love all these artists, and I love yeah. the music that they gave us that we get to enjoy. But geez, Louise, when they when they have <laughs> such heavy hitters like this yeah. that have so many awesome tracks, like good, like I'm sure you'll come at us for you know like you left this out. Like send me your top five. I want to yeah. see what's send it to me. Let's yeah.
1: go. Let's see what you got. It's hard to pick. I'm not afraid to add it to the, the playlist. Yeah, we you will. Know? I'm not afraid. Dare me. I'll do it. Well, it's done <laughs> already. It's already done. <laughs> well man episode 20 how does it feel 20 episodes it feels great it does it feels great yeah
2: i'm just uh every time we do this i have more and more fun and every time we drop an episode we seem to have more and more listeners and i'm just yeah i'm glad that there are other people out there that um enjoy our show enjoy listening to us chat about the era, yeah and enjoy the music as much as we do um it's just been a pleasure and I love doing it.
1: Yeah. I think this episode has kind of felt like a celebration for me. Yeah. You know, I mean we had our first guest like first like country singer guest yeah. on,
2: you know. It's a milestone episode. Yeah.
1: Bro. And it was the son of Mark Chestnut, which is Casey and you guys have already heard the the interview by now, but it's just this is just so much fun. Yeah. This is so much fun that we get to do this, you yeah, know. Yeah,
2: it really is. <laughs> i look forward to it it's it's a blast always yeah
1: yeah absolutely well guys keep um keep listening thank you for listening
2: yeah big thanks again to uh casey for joining us on the show yeah um yeah i'm sure you're all very intrigued by now so be sure and after this episode uh you can find the tracks we talked about on our newer the 90s playlist
1: absolutely uh
2: Casey mentioned his socials, but uh, look him up, check him out, find him online, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah. Be sure and follow along as uh, he drops new tunes for us to hear.
1: Yeah, and if you uh, if you end up living close to um, somewhere where he is touring, be sure to check him out. He's got a great band. Yeah. A great live singer. A yeah. Great dude.
2: Yeah, they post a lot of their stuff from their uh, uh, live shows on the weekends. It's yeah. Awesome. And yeah, it's cool. I can't wait to get to go one day.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to move to Texas. Yeah, we go. <laughs> it seems pretty pretty sweet. <laughs> <I> really do. <laughs> yeah, just uh keep keep following on the socials, keep um just keep doing what you guys do. Like like Caleb said, like it's it's crazy to see how fast these episodes like the past several episodes have grown. just yeah. like so quickly. It really. So have. thank you guys for that. Thanks so much. And I guess I guess be on the lookout for for some new new stuff from us. Some um, we're gonna in eventually drop some new merch, which we are stoked yeah. about.
2: Yeah, we got some new uh, setup options coming that'll expand our options and the things that we can what do low. for yeah. uh, episodes and for y'all. And we just dropped some stickers on the socials. You can find yeah. those. Hit us up; they're three dollars. We'll uh, promptly drop you one in the mail if you want one. Just hit us
1: up. Yeah, I mean. Put them on on your guitar case, your vehicle, your grandma's mailbox, whatever, you know.
2: Grandchildren, tag them. Tag
1: them. Let them know.
2: (laughs) I just imagine Ricky (laughs) Bobby was like, I'd love to sign (laughs) your baby. (laughs) (laughs) And I gonna
1: want to watch that one. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But plenty of stickers to go around, so uh, hit us up if you want one.
1: Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up, get a handful, hand them out to your your buds, tag some um, some stop signs, whatever you do. <laughs> I mean, I'm not telling you to vandalize, but I'm not telling you not to. Yeah. Also, <laughs> 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 well, guys, this has been fun. This has been great. Yeah. Thanks again, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll see you absolutely next time. Love you guys.